through some things, and we're going to finish that message today. But I, I want to just review, if, you, if you'll let me for just a second, and just talk about what we talked about last week so we can all kind of look in the same direction. Because I don't want to be talking over here and half of you be going, squirrel. So I want you to look, I want you to understand so that we can understand what God is doing because we're seeing God do some wonderful things. Facebook is starting to light up. People are like, wow, this stuff is really working. And let me tell you why it works, because it's the gospel. That's why it works, because the Bible always works. If you work the word, the word works. If you do what God says, you're going to get those results. The reason we don't do what Jesus did, because we don't do what Jesus did. What if we did what Jesus did? Is that not what God said? Here's what blows my mind. We think that it's no big deal because it's Jesus. I mean, come on, he's God in the flesh. He can do anything. Can I tell you, he left that to come and be with us. Oh, that was pretty good if you think about it. He was, he was God in flesh. If you think that Jesus couldn't sin, then the sacrifice was not great. Listen to what I'm telling you. If you think, well, there's no way. Jesus had every opportunity to mess up. He just did not. Because the spirit that's in him is now residing in you. You know what that tells me? I don't have to mess up. You can hear your mind going. But that's what's going on because sometimes we have a mindset and God is changing. I'm going I'm to help you change your mind on a good way. God's going to help you interject good things so you can go, that's why I can't connect these dots, because you think of it as one way. And if you always look at it the same, you always get that. If I always do the same thing, do I always get the same result? Sometimes if you want a different result, you've got to do something different. What if God's thoughts are not your thoughts? Hmm, there's a scripture. What if we could say, God, you show me what you're thinking. Maybe you, you think this a little bit better than I do. So here's some review. Number one, we said things are first spiritual before they're natural. So your situation, no matter what it is, is first spiritual. It can, uh, if I can deal with it on a spiritual level, it can be fixed. So you might, Brett, you don't even know. You don't know my marriage is this, or I'm this, or oh, my kids are, oh, and we're, we're financially, we're broke. Okay, it's first spiritual. Remember I did the illustration with the, couple people with the one person on their back and we had to break that spirit off of them instead see what we do we just see people we go after stuff but god goes after the root he goes after the spirit he goes after the unseen you go after the unseen and what you see will change faith penetrates all the way to the root which is the spirit or secondly we found out our job is reception we got to receive things from God. Everything starts in the spirit, so i got to receive it from there first. I can't receive it in my flesh. Flesh can't receive something in the spirit. I can't cross over there. Remember we talked in the beginning, the enemy was, was kicked out. How many remember the enemy was up there with God before he was really the enemy? And then he was, I, 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 and God said, get out of here. And he left, and he came down to earth. And he can't get to the realm you can get to. This is my bottom. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Where you're getting tempted by the enemy is in the natural realm. I mean, to this, for me, that's like, oh, man, that thing will rock the boat. That thing's good. Because then I can understand, this is where he's going to get me in my five senses. Can I tell you, in your five senses, if you want to walk by faith, you're going to have to leave your senses. 
There's a monster in there somewhere. You're going to have to leave uh, what you think is, well, this is something that doesn't feel right, doesn't make sense. God's not always going to do anything by your feeling. You're going to have to go past that. You're going to have to get, if you, you can't do all this in the natural, you've got to reach to the supernatural. You have to receive. The enemy can't go there, but you can. I've got to believe that I receive when I pray, not when I feel. Because again, feeling's part of one of my natural senses. I receive when I pray. Brett, I don't feel healed. Brett, I don't see any results. I'm not talking about what you see physically. I'm not talking about what you feel physically. I'm talking about what you see spiritually. What you can tap into spiritually. If I receive what is of God, then what I have that's not of God will go. So if I'm taking God, you show me, and I receive what, what God says, take this, then what I have that's not God has got to leave because two things can't occupy the same space. And then we talked about speaking the desired result, nothing more. Jesus just said what he needed to say. When he spoke to the wind and the waves, he spoke to the wind first. What is the wind? It's characteristic of the wind. You can't see it. So when he spoke to the spiritual, to the root, the wave, which would be in the natural, has got to stop because he, he cut it off at the root. When the wind quits blowing, the wave stopped rocking. You've got to understand what I'm telling you. Speak the end result. You're not known by all the words you can say and all the, you can, there's people that can talk really eloquently. I'm not one of those people. But, you know, they can say a lot of things. There's, they can say, and they, there's people that talk in King James. I'm not one of those people. That's great if you want to talk like that. But I'm just saying, bottom line, do you believe what you say? I'll say it one more time. Do you believe what you say? Could you decree a thing and believe that it will happen? And if you're like, Brett, I can't. That's why you're not seeing results. We have to understand. We believe we receive when we pray, not when it shows up. Here's point number three. So here we go. We're starting with today. Now we're, we've rewound and we're up to today. Smack your, well, don't smack your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Here we go. Okay. Number three is this point. Put your faith to use. Put action with it. Put your faith to use. I can take what is in the word of God. And cut off what is not from the root. So I need to take what God says. Everybody's got an opinion. How many knows that? There's people out. You can ask. If you go ask people how to file your taxes, go ask five people. I'll bet you get five different answers. Well, you should file this. You should file jointly. You should file. You know, and it's, uh, how many love tax time? That's what I thought. I. Here's a little boy in the back. I do. You don't even pay taxes, dude. So what's in my life that's not supposed to be there? I want to replace it with what God says should be there. I'm going to say that one more time. What's in my life that's not supposed to be there? I need to put in what God says should be there. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to pull weeds, I need to plant flowers. If stuff is not right, I need to then mark it. Okay, here. If I've got weed killer, I don't want to spray it on the good stuff. I want to put it on the stuff that's squeeching or squelching or choking out the good stuff. So I can keep the good stuff alive. I can pull weeds. I can put more good stuff in. You and I are spiritual beings. Faith comes out of our spirit. It reconnects with us in the eternal realm. So we can do business in both dimensions. You and I can do business in both dimensions. You're not just natural, but you are also spiritual. You can connect where the enemy cannot go. 
This is revelation. Now, you need to understand, because if you can understand this, you can get what you've been praying for, and he can't stop you. A person without faith has to stay in one dimension. They just live in the natural. That's, that's where they stay. They stay in that physical, and they just hope things get better. We have lived in that. I don't know about you, but even people in the church, well, it doesn't mean they're not going to go to heaven, but they kind of live in that natural world. Everything is just, well, whatever God says, that's just how it is. And that's just, you know, the, but God has already decreed it. God has already put it down in his word. God has already done it. It's just us that have to pick it up, receive it, and act on it. We have the word of God. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Faith will never fail you. Faith always accomplishes what it's sent out to do. You have faith. I have faith. God put it there. You can send faith out. Faith is servant to the believer. Remember we talked about that. Faith is creative. When they didn't have enough loaves and fishes, faith was in operation to create and multiply. Two fish, five loaves. It can work with whatever you have. Bread, I ain't got much. You don't have to have much, my friend. I don't have much in my Roth IRA. I don't have anything in the savings. Or I don't have, I'm telling you, what do you have? If you don't have it, what are you going to have? What are you believing for? If you have an idea or concept, you can get something and put it there. What do you have? A little bit of oil, a little bit of flour left for one meal. That'll do. I remember the Lord telling my wife, she's like, I don't know. God, I'm not really well trained in doing this praise and worship thing because she was my praise and worship leader for years. And God said, I've given you enough. Don't you worry about it. What you have is enough. Can I tell you what you have is enough for Jesus? What you've got inside you is all he needs. He doesn't need stuff from anybody else. He wants what he's put in you and he wants you to activate it. It's enough. Matthew 15, he created limbs. I mean, he created limbs. I'm not talking about tree branches. I'm talking about arms and stuff. How can he do that? He can only do that because limbs are already in the eternal. Listen to what I'm telling you. God is not making anything new. It might be new to you, but did it ever occur to you that nothing ever occurs to God? God doesn't go, oh, boing, light bulb. I mean, God is all-knowing. He's omniscient. He, he knows. That stuff is already in the eternal. He's already created it. It's already there. It's just accessing what's spiritually a part of our inheritance and bringing it into our life. That's it. It's the inheritance. God, if I've already inherited the things that I need, you've already done it, then how do I get it from where it is in the spirit to come and manifest where I'm at now? I'm two-dimensional. I can do that if I use the word and understand my place. <laughs> you know, if you, <clears throat> if you access with God... God, I need this. He can give you new sight. He can give you new organs. He can give you new kidneys. It doesn't make any difference. All of it is yours. It's paid for. And it's private property. He's got it for you. He's already posted signs. No trespassing. The enemy can't get there. You can get there. Enemy's just trying to keep it from us. Because when you get it, 
Faith is contagious. I got to witness to people yesterday and just said, look, you know, I told you about the girl. I said, look what happened in this girl. God just showed this up. Look what happened in this. God just showed. And, and this is what they're thinking. Dude, how'd that happen? I'm like, God, can I just tell you, I'm not pursuing stuff. I'm pursuing God. If we seek first the kingdom, if you read that, maybe it says all these things, because it talks about all the things that the world wants. They want all the stuff. And, you know, who doesn't want those kind of things? I get it. But God says, you put me first. Because God doesn't, he wants to bless you with good things. He just doesn't want good things to have you. He wants him to always be first. Faith is contagious. It spreads to other believers. They want to know how it will happen. And they want to say, I want to be able to do that. How'd that happen? How'd you do that? And see, when, when we can tap into God, the enemy loses ground. And he's got to get out. He's just blocking you from your, your blessings. Mark 5, 25 through 27. says a woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She suffered a great deal from many doctors. Over the years, she spent everything she had to pay them. She'd gotten no better. In fact, she'd even gotten worse. She'd heard about Jesus. I'd underline that in my Bible. She heard. How does faith come? Come on. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. Hebrews 11.1, 1, again, faith is the confidence that we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. That's New Living Translation. See, evidence of things. You look up evidence, and we're talking about assurance of things, proof of things. Faith is a proof of something not seen with the natural eye. So it's got to be there because... It has to have proof. It's got to be there. You can't have something there with no evidence or no proof. If I can prove it, it's got to be there. A lot of people say, prove it. If I can prove it, people, I don't believe there's prove it. If I can, you know, people come up and they'll ask me, how did that happen? I was able to tap in and I was able to, to connect with God and God connected those dots and that's how that happened. And they'll say, prove it. There you go. There it is. Jesus, prove it. Well, he's healed. You know, if you're in a funeral and the dead guy gets up, funeral's over. What more proof do you want? He raises the dead. How do you know? Well, see that guy? He was dead. He's not dead no more. Prove it. If I can get proof, it's faith that it's already there. So God's not doing anything new. He's already done it. He's eternal. He's already, he knew what you'd need in your future. Listen to me. And he knew you'd need it, so he's already provided for it. If he's already provided for it, then you just have to say, God, okay, how do I tap into that? How do I connect that? Because he's the Alpha, the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He has prepared everything I'll need for my entire life and made it available to me. And he doesn't want the enemy to take my inheritance. He has laid it up for me. The Bible is the will of what God has left for you and me. Everything we'll ever need is already there. It's in the promise. So I take the promise. I hear it. It goes from my head to my heart. Fills up in my heart. That's the process we've talked about. I release it by faith. So when I release my faith, which is the substance of things listened to, a hope for, evidence of things not seen, my faith brings it into manifestation by the power of the Holy Ghost. Because I believe I receive when I pray, it connects that thing, and then it, it's on the way. It's on the way. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't, I don't get anxious about it. I've prayed for it. I'm done with that. I thank him for it from that point on, and I just move on. I say I just move on. I say I just move on. Are you, I mean, are you getting this? Are we all right? Are we understanding that God is actually being God because that's who he is? And he's saying, would you just be my kid? 
My kids don't worry if they want, I said last week, if they want a glass of milk, they go to the refrigerator, they pour themselves milk. If we go in the drive-thru and I said, hey, we're going to go to lunch, dad's got it. They don't go, oh, I don't know what I'm going to get. Well, sometimes they don't know what they're going to get, but they don't worry about who's going to pay for it. Because it's, it's already, I've already provided that for them. It's basically, you just order, you just have to speak to the speaker that talks back to you. So we got we to gotta say, God, anything that the world has done to me, faith can reverse it. Anything the, the world tries to keep from me, faith can take me to it. Anything the world tries to hold that belongs to me, faith can take it. It'll take everything that belongs to you and, and nobody for nothing. Do you understand? Faith can get you everything that you need. Faith in God. The woman with the issue of blood, the Bible says, grew worse. Why? Because people help in wrong ways. Sometimes they mean well. I'm sorry. There's no cure. We can't do anything for you. Charles can relate to this. You're not a candidate for surgery. People will try to tell you, I just need to tell you this is just the truth. Your, your daddy was poor. You'll be poor. Your granddaddy was poor. You know what? Maybe they mean, I don't know what kind of help that is. Well, you'll be this or you'll be that. You, you're going to be just like this or you're going to be just like that. Remember, your life will follow your thoughts. If you believe bad reports, you bring them in the same way if you believe good reports. You can have faith in the wrong things. I don't know about you, but I want to I start living life to the fullest. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I certainly am not, but I'm like, God, I know there's more out there. I know that there's things that you want me to do. There's people you want me to talk to. Whose report will you believe? Come on, church. I'm going to re- believe the report of the Lord. She heard about Jesus. When you hear about the word of God, what comes with that? Faith comes with that. It's the substance of things hoped for. The Bible says when Abraham had no hope, he got hope from God. He was fully persuaded. I mean, he's an old man and he said, God, if you say it, I'm doing it. I can, this can happen for me. God had promised, and he said, that's good enough for me. I'm able to perform it. If you're telling me that, yep. How about Mary? So be it unto me. How's that going to happen? I I don't even, I've never been with a guy. And and the angel just said, you're going to have a a baby. Here's what you're going to name him. She just said, okay, so be it unto me. Do I have any fully persuaded people in the house? Do I have any people that are saying, you know what, God? If you would just talk to me, I would listen. I'm telling you, he's talking to you right now. He's trying to tell you right now. You need to listen to him and start saying, God, I'm going to connect this. I'm praying for people now, and I'm doing it even with a higher level. I'm just saying, Father, I can't. what I can't see, I'm connecting to what I cannot see, but I can see in the Spirit. We bring that from that realm into this realm. God promises you peace. I want that. He promises me joy. I want that. He promises me no lack. I want that. He promises me success. I want that. Whatever God promised, he's able to perform it. How many believe it? I'm telling you, you need to hear me and we're going to close this thing up. God loves you more than anything. And he believes in you more than anything. So much that if he would leave 99 to go after the one. He knows and he has promised you everything you need. I'm just telling you, the more and the closer I get to him, the more I see how much I've missed in the past. 
And I have to let that go. Because I can't get that back. But oh, what I got in the future. Oh, I thank God I'm not where I used to be. I thank God for where I'm going. But if I could say, God, you, you, you provide for this. I don't have to worry about it. If I really believe what I pray that I receive when I pray, I don't have to worry about it. Kim and I were talking to her. She goes, I want the church to be successful. I said, so do I. I'm believing that. And this is what I said. I said, you know what? He called us to do this church. He put this church in our heart. He named this church. He gave us the scripture. This isn't up to me and you. This is his baby. This is his thing. If he did it, he'll provide for it. She said, you know what? You're right. I agree with that. I said, I agree with that. We're giving each other high fives. Yes. You know why? Because we can go past the dimension where the enemy's at. Can I tell you, he's going to nail you if you'll let him. He'll get you in the natural. He'll tell you to look at the waves. He'll tell you to look at your bank account. He'll tell you to look at people. He'll, you know, did you hear what they said? He'll give you things about, oh, they meant this. They meant that. Oh, da, 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 da. And he'll be shooting those darts. But I'm telling you, you've got to reach past where he's been. He can't go where you can go. You can get where he cannot get. God has pleasure secrets of wonderful things for you great things for your provision great things for your children great things for you to live life in such a way well brett you don't know what the economy i don't care about the economy i have a god that does not operate by this economy he operates by kingdom principles he's not in lack he's not going oh what am i going to do do you understand we serve a god Now think about this. Think about the magnitude of what we're talking about. Three million Israelites in the wilderness wanting meat. How much do you think that's going to take? (laughs) Think about that. If any of those carnivores are out there like my son Samuel, you need a herd just to take care of that boy. We went on a fast, and he put out a picture with, like, burgers and everything, and he's like, don't judge me. And they're like four stacks. I'm just saying, you're not talking about, hey, I'm going to feed five people. You're talking about, the Bible gives a reference of, like, 600,000 plus families. So you're talking about three million people. That's a lot of meat. And he's doing it every day. And can I tell you, he's not breaking a sweat. Can I say this? I don't know what your need is. Is his arm not long enough? Can he not meet your need? Can he not help you get that insurance paid? Can he not help you pay for the things you need? Can he not help you get out of debt? Can he not help your loved ones come back to him? Can he not, does his word not good enough for you? My friends, you can go where the enemy cannot go. And the enemy is going to mess with you in the natural realm as long as he can and as long as you let him. But if you can bring stuff from the realm and back in, you see, then there's no explanation. He's just trying to get you to stop. But the people that don't see what you see, see what you brought back in. Did you hear that? They, might, they see what you got. And I'm not just talking about material stuff. Please don't misunderstand. This isn't a name it and claim it and blab it and grab it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just... Living the way God wants you to live. I don't think God wants you to live busted and disgusted. I don't think he wants you. I think he wants you to be able to help as many people find Jesus as he can. Amen. 
I need a breath of faith there. How about you? I'm going to tell you where we're going to go next week. I'm so excited. <laughs> next week, this is what the Lord showed me. Everybody wants what I'm talking about. And they want to be able to do that. Here's some of the issue. And this is what the Lord told me. You, you could be like, oh, pastor was a fly on the wall. We, a lot of us have trouble receiving what I'm telling you because of what we've done in the past. So we have a, we have a great mind for sin consciousness. And we don't understand righteousness. And because we don't understand it, we think, well, he can do it, she can do it, or they can do it. Doesn't work for me. And the enemy has got you. I'm going to show you, starting next week, how we can break that mindset and you can freely receive from the Lord and watch his principles, his kingdom principles, work for you. And you can look at your spouse, your spouse can look at you. If you're single, you can look at yourself in the mirror and smile, and you can just say, this is amazing. My friends, you better buckle your seatbelt because we're going to go for an incredible ride with God. Would you bow your heads, please?